Mr. Speaker. It's that time, Morena John. What's going on, Morena? And on today's political roundup, leak war in the National Party, New Zealand Defence Forces cover-ups and abuse, and Yemen on the brink. So, first in regards to the National Party, Price Waterhouse Coopers have carried out an investigation of who was the leaker of Simon Bridges' expenses, and the release their report. The investigation points to National MP Jamie Lee Ross as the most likely culprit. Now, um, lots of political pundits were basically having orgasm yesterday over this whole uh, war regarding the leak, and specifically with Jamie Lee Ross uh, going postal on Twitter. Ross retaliated with a series of tweets attacking Bridges and implicating the National Party leader in illegal activity. So we'll have to see how that plays out. According to Ross, Bridges asked him to do things with election donations that broke the law. Now the big question is, was Jamie Lee Ross acting alone? Ross is personally and politically close with Judith Collins and whale oil blogger Cameron Slater. Now, did Bridges know who the leaker was all along? And has Bridges made a huge mistake in pursuing this leak investigation? And also, how much damage can Ross do on his way out? Now, the problem for the National Party is that it does look divided and weak at the moment. However, arguably Bridges has been able to show himself as a strong leader who has been able to deal effectively and decisively with a rogue MP. In the background of this uh, divide and, and these um, wars around leaks are underlying tensions with the National Party around ideology and political positioning. And one has to ask if these tensions that have played out with Jamie Lee Ross on one side and Simon Bridges on the other have more to do with a deep sense of malaise in the National Party that the party is actually no longer standing for any firm political position and Simon Bridges is uh, firmly taking the party more and more to the bland centre. On to some further accusations against the New Zealand Defence Forces. Journalist Nikki Hager has revealed new allegations of New Zealand Defence Forces cover-ups and abuse. Uh, there's a detailed article in this week's North and South magazine, um, an article by Uh, Mr Hager where he details his allegations. According to the journalist, his recent investigations have exposed a culture of bullying, sexual violence, drinking and cover-ups in the military. His magazine article details how a source revealed that an SAS soldier was given the second highest military honour despite previously being considered for court-martial action for killing two children in Afghanistan. So just to make clear, allegedly um, the soldier was considered for court-martial action by the New Zealand Army itself. Mr Hager, along with John Stevenson, previously wrote the hit-and-run book which claimed six civilians were killed and 15 injured in a raid on two Afghan villages by elite New Zealand soldiers. Now it'll be interesting to see how Minister of Defence Ron Mark deals with these accusations. Will he succumb to pressure from the officer corps of the New Zealand Defence Force? 
uh, and, and effectively dismiss these accusations or will he take these accusations seriously and call for an open and transparent investigation? And lastly, Yemen on the brink. The Middle East country of Yemen could be facing its worst famine in a hundred years. Uh, the background to this famine is an ongoing both civil war within the country and also uh, ongoing attacks by Saudi Arabia on rebel forces within Yemen. At least 10,000 people have been killed, many of them civilians. Saudi Arabia's airstrikes and blockade against the rebel government in Yemen has been backed by the US, UK and by France. And the New Zealand government has arguably given tacit support to the, to the Saudi-led actions against rebel forces in Yemen. With uh, a possible widespread famine uh, coming to the fore in Yemen, is the West moral support for Saudi Arabia's war a case of pragmatic politics? politics trumping morality and that's your political roundup for today thank you for that um john we're gonna have some exciting well not exciting that's not, that's not good news but there'll be news tomorrow uh, i guess uh with you um about what's going on in turkey at the moment yes so we just uh, want to give a little bit of an update to the listeners i guess um that the saudi king is repair, uh, preparing a report um, that's going to state that the Saudi journalist that was uh, that's disappeared in Turkey uh, was abducted uh, and died as a result of an interrogation gone wrong. Uh, now they're saying also that the operation was carried out without clearance and transparency and those involved will be held responsible. So that means the Ooh. Saudi king uh, and the powers that be are washing their hands of that, it seems to me. Yes, and tried to find some scapegoats. You know, was it an opportunist moment? Um, or, you know, were they prepared for him to be coming in? Mm. You, you were saying earlier that it was operatives uh, there apparently ready to snatch him up. Fifteen Saudi operatives apparently had mm. come in the day before. Yeah, so it seems to me that uh, perhaps, you know, it, uh, mm. I don't know if it would. And how will this play out with the Crown Prince? Will he become the scapegoat and be effectively pushed out of power? Well, you know, maybe that's something that the traditionalists really would like. Mm. Mm, you know, indeed. so big story coming. Perhaps we'll talk about this on Friday uh, in more in depth. For sure. Uh